Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Digna. Welcome to Relationships. We're a couple having a few. Hi! Hey friends, we are back again. And we're not home today. We're actually sitting in our recreational vehicle. And we decided that we wanted to talk about a little bit of RV life. So... Yeah, this is uh, our first RV that we've ever owned, and there are a lot of different types of RVs. You've got the ones that you can tow behind your vehicle. And then the you've got, fifth wheel or the trailer. Yeah, then you've got the, the two different types. There's a Class A, which is the one that looks like a bus, and then there's the Class C, which looks more like the U-Haul, where if you if you look at it, it looks like a, I don't know, like a, a van in the front. You and then pack your whole house in it and go. And then, abo- then above the van, you've got the little looks like I don't know storage area on an, on a oh, yeah. U-haul. What do they call it? The, the mother's attic or the mother yeah, the something? Mo- mother U-haul? all sweet. Who knows? But yeah, so so the one we have is a Class C, which is most like the U-haul with the little thing above the van front. So yeah, that's that's what we have. It's a I don't know a thirty-one foot. It's uh, so here we are. We're on the beach. Because we're on spring break, yay, yay, with our drinks. With our drinks. <laughs> so, yeah, we're spring breaking just like all the crazy kids do. And you can't have spring break with a little bit of al- without a, a little bit of alcohol. So our alcohol today provided by the fine folks at Tomoka Brewing Company. That is T-O-M-O-K-A Brewing Company. They're here in Florida. They're about an hour north of where we live. Uh, they're in Port Orange, not too far from Daytona, where all the races go and all that you stuff. You know, spring break. Yeah, spring break. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. So if you want spring break, you got to go to where spring break beer happens. Even though spring break has been a little bit, you know, kind of derailed this year. Um, bring it, we're bringing it back in May. I don't know why our school has it in May, but it's kind of convenient. Well, our idea, maybe because I'm not in my early 20s anymore. But, what? I know. I mean, I, I have such a youthful voice. But uh, my idea this year, I don't even care about this particular thing. But I was thinking, let's have a Kentucky Derby party. My reasoning for that is not because of the horses or anything horse-related, but because fancy hats and hopefully by September all of this will be over. Oh, those are your only two reasons not whiskey? Uh, I mean, I just assumed that was kind of <laughs> Do you drink anything other than whiskey at the Kentucky Derby? I mean... I mean, don't you have to drink like mint juleps and that's yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, you drink mint juice and you drink sugar water... And <laughs> separately I, sorry let me, hold on let me look at what else is in a mint and julep so while he's doing that um let's just go back to the fact that we're having a tomoka brewing company beer today we are drinking the warrior, yes, warrior. This, so this is called the warrior breakfast brown ale so warrior breakfast when i think about what a warrior would eat for breakfast this thing's got to be hearty and this beer we've not are had there any, eggs in it i mean <laughs> bacon Obviously, it's somewhere in there. English I mean, the, you know what? The the Tomoka Brewing Feather could, if you squint, could look like a piece of bacon. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you guys squint really bad, but you know. And also it's burnt because it's a brown <laughs> Well, it, yeah, well it, the label's brown. <laughs> but yes, so there is coconut, lavender, and yaopon tea. I have all of those things for breakfast daily. And by the way. I am a warrior. 
No, I'm not. Yaupon. Y a u p o n t. As I in that Joapont. Not coffee, but tea. Joapont. Maybe, maybe it's who knows. Joapont. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and give this one a try. I've not had this one, but I was up there the other day and. Mm, cheers to the Joapontant. Ooh, coconut up front. Tea in a bag. I don't know what that means. Not, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely get the uh, the coconut there. And at the end, I get a little bit of the. I hesitate to use the term bitter, but like you know, when you drink black tea or just you know most teas with no sweeteners, there's a little bit of nice. bitterness to it. Very nice, very mm. drinkable. Okay, We're I si- like me some Jean Pontal. <laughs> 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 Apparently, I married I married someone straight from the swamps. Some Jean Pontan, some coffee. I am Bill Compton, and if you know who Bill Compton is, you get five points in life for the rest of today. Or if you don't know, then you get a lot of man points. But I do know, <laughs> so I lost all my man points. So there we go. He's from True Blood, just in case you don't know. And we're drinking out of some mason jars that we had because we are in our recreational vehicle. And we don't keep pl- proper glassware per se. We just, yeah. But, we just but, can but, everything? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can. It's called multitasking. So you can. So hey, we made some chili, and we're we've got too much chili. You put it in these things, and then you can microwave it later. Well, or we definitely had gumbo out of coffee cups today. Exactly. Again, because we don't have bowls. So you, when you are in an RV, that is part of this RV life. It is, it is very similar to regular life, but it's just off by a couple of degrees. Especially, it's off by approximately 1,000 square feet. Well, yes. <laughs> and, and, but when you've got a 15-year-old RV, you, you run into 15-year-old RV things, just like if you had a 15-year-old car. Like joint issues. Joint issues. So, yeah. Um, well, we did. We had to replace the entire suspension on this thing because oh, yeah. it had to move around and it was that. wibbling and wobbling. So, yeah. So we had a new suspension put on this thing. We had to do some water heater stuff, a couple we other. Fix the refrigerator. Yeah. And by we, we mean. We didn't do any uh, of that. The, the fine people over at the giant recreational <laughs> house. Ding. Palm Bay, Florida. And the other place on US 1. Bob's RV place. Bob's RVs. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Thanks, Bab. You know, in Florida. So we wanted to talk today a little bit about having an older RV. And drinking amazing warrior breakfast tea. or Well, you know what? It, it's amazing warrior breakfast tea. And, and we're drink, talking about our RV. And drinking it out of these improvised glasses just really brings it home. So in an RV, you think about everything you have in your house. So if you were going to live in an RV for an extended period of time, which is part of our plan maybe one day. And we'll get into that in the future, but right as of right now, by the way, if you're hearing some winds, I, I have to get back at that. If you're hearing some background noises. We're in a squall. We're 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 beachside right now here in Melbourne Beach. And the wind, it's like it's over twenty miles an hour. I, I can't trust what Siri says, but it's pretty darn windy out there. So we got this weird cold snap and super windy thing today. It's not super windy. It's hurricane force winds. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, mean, I can't I don't open the door that it's slamming open. It's, the sand is it, sandblasting oh yeah, the whole body. You, you go outside, you get sandblasted. And we're not on the beach. We're 
because we would never get out of that sugar sand. But we're, <laughs> we're just before that, as close as you can actually be to the beach without being physically on it. And we've got the, the hookup with the RV. And it looks great at sunrise and sunset and all that stuff. You can see and the it's ocean. it's been beautiful. It has been it's gorgeous. beautiful for the past gorgeous. three days. Just today feels like we're in um, Maine. But the, but the wind was going from north to south, and it it was really weird because you know last yesterday we saw it and we played out in the water all day and it was you know and it was actually kind of calm in the afternoon. It was very calm. It was and glass. Then, and then we woke up this morning and it looks like somebody broke the ocean. So <laughs> it's in, angry. instead of coming directly at us with these nice cute little waves that it does in the morning you and know, then it from kind of the east. Up. The yeah. way an ocean should T- move. Today, it was coming from the north, which is why we're now running into some colder weather and windier. But and Also, we're very sorry if you're way up north and you are actually dealing with weather issues. We're very sorry for just complaining <laughs> about the wind. Oh, my God. It's so cold. You it's know what? so it, breezy. I don't even six, need to run the AC. It's 66 degrees outside right now. So cold. If I open my windows, it's perfect. What's well, perfect out right now if you don't have that wind blowing sand in your face but yeah um, but but the the way the wind's like blowing super hard that's what stops it from being perfect right now but it it was blowing so hard this morning how hard was it the uh (laughs) the ocean it seemed to be coming at us instead of like a straight on like 90 degree it was like this 45 degree angle very strange it it, it looked a little bit peculiar and there were a lot of white caps and all that stuff so there was a lot of wind blowing it um to do that so yeah it was a very interesting day here in rv town including having said all that when we woke up this morning in our oldish rv we you know stretched the sun was up it was beautiful and the first thing you do obviously is you go to the bathroom and what's the first thing we notice a puddle of water where there shouldn't be because we're in an older rv yeah so that's what happens when you have an older rv you get you either get used to that or you spend a lot of money to fix that or you look into the future of, you know, what kind of RV will you get? But, yeah, so we've done a lot of things in this RV as far as uh, kind of improvements. and uh, But we've, we've done a lot of stuff here on the beach. The, the coolest thing I will say about having an RV, new, old, or otherwise, is, well, not only do you get to see and meet new people who are kind of like-minded folks, but... You know, you can actually get to really cool places and see a lot of cool things that maybe you would have to pay top dollar to see elsewise. So we were, you know, I know we have probably already mentioned we live on the Space Coast where the rockets go up and all that. But we've never been. So we're about, I don't know about as the crow flies, but if you drive on the interstate, it takes you, it's about a 40 minute or so, maybe a little bit, 45 minute to get to where the, the rockets are launched. So Kennedy Space Center. Kennedy exactly. Center. Kennedy Space Center. But if but we went to Jetty Park, which is in Port Canaveral, and that's maybe fifteen minutes. And that's not as the crow flies. That is you have you would have to go west, north, east to go to, to that. So it's really as the crow flies, like five minutes maybe, if you know. So it's very, or as the rocket flies, yeah, two seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but so you have like an unparalleled view, honestly. So you're right there at Jetty Park. It's a gorgeous place. You get to see cruise ships come in and out of the port. I mean, it's all. It's a, kind of an awesome place. 
And we took the RV up there maybe, I don't know, eight months ago or so. And we saw a rocket launch. And it, it, I've, personally, I've never been closer to the rocket going up. And then with these, uh, these Falcon rockets, they also have the piece that comes back down. Which is, I mean, it's just, it's like a round trip, you know, round trip ticket kind of, so to speak. And it's honestly the coolest thing you ever see. So I'm definitely a huge fan of RVing. Um, the whole reason we bought this particular RV, uh, nobody, my wife had an RV, I had an RV. We went in with my mother-in-law and, you know, none of us had RV'd before. So we figured, you know, when you first... You, we figured, we've never done this before. Let's go all in. <laughs> well, I, well, actually, we well we talked we talked about renting one. You know, like, hey, you know what? Let's rent one for a night or a couple of nights and see what's see what the deal is. And the rent was like two hundred and fifty dollars a day. And then there was like a hundred miles per day mileage, which we don't really travel all that far. Yeah, but we would we wouldn't have gone over on the mileage, especially learning how and all that kind of stuff. But it was like two fifty a day. And we're like, that's kind of ridiculous. So we, instead of, maybe that still was the smart thing to do, but instead nah. of doing that, we said, you know what, let's just buy one that's kind of cheaper, it's older. It's not the smart thing to do because when you rent one, there's nothing of yours in it. So it's like walking into a hotel room. So there's the very basics. There's a bed. There's probably some pillows and things like that, but that's it. Like with our RV, we have it stocked with kitchenware and bedware and yeah, you know, and bathroom stuff. And yeah, it's, and if there's just throw ha- your clothes in and go. Plates, if there's had plates and condiments and things like that, maybe it would have been cool. But yeah, it was just, it was way too expensive to to do. Borrow we like, Yeah, to borrow and then return it perfect shape. And like, oh, you can't do anything with it. So we went ahead and we bought one. And it is, right now, the one we have, it's a 2005. Mm-hmm. So it's 15 years old, so it's got some some wear and tear. But you know what? We've really, really, really enjoyed this thing. We've learned a lot. You know, you don't. I mean, trying trying to figure out the old bathroom, how the bathroom <laughs> situation works on these, like not even just the bathroom, but the setup and and teardown of it is not. I wouldn't say bizarre, but it's yeah. not intuitive if you've never done anything like it before. So gray water, black water, white water, all those kind of things. These are all things, there's a huge learning curve. So if you are trying to purchase or just thinking about an RV, you know what, if they weren't so expensive, maybe we wouldn't have, you know, decided to just dive right in. So if you're, if you're looking into it, I highly recommend it. You know, you can get, don't buy new if you're just thinking about it because the price point on brand new vehicles is ridiculous. We bought this thing. It's an older, it's an older thing, but we've got a, a space. It's what? 50 bucks a night, mm-hmm. 50 bucks a night. We're right on the ocean. I mean, like gorgeous, like picturesque views on the ocean. And that includes electricity. That includes water. That includes sewer. And we can take our trash. There's a dumpster, you know, a, a hand, just a, you know, stones throw away. So we've got all of that available to us, 50 bucks a night. A, a hotel room would cost more. And you, just especially to stay on the beach, that's like $200 a night for sure. So, yeah. And would, what is very nice about this older RV, you know, for better or for worse, we've definitely had some moments and we're, we're even still learning about it. Actually, I'm looking at something right now that looks a little wonky and I'm curious what's happening to it. But um, if you are thinking about doing it, 
then, you know, maybe step into something a little bit, a little bit older because it's kind of like when we bought a motorcycle, what, 15 years ago? Yes. At least. Maybe longer. (laughs) Or we thought, hey, you know what? We want to do this motorcycle thing. We're going to get a license for it. We're going to do this. And we bought a used one and it was, you know, you don't want to buy something brand new, not knowing what you're doing and then potentially ruin it or who knows, mess it up, mess yourself up. In the case of the motorcycle, definitely mess yourself up. But we went into it and we bought something that was less expensive because it was used and and it worked out for us. We learned on it and we also learned that that was not for us and we were able to sell it and, you know, kind of not come out of the situation having lost a ton of money. So, Well, another thing, I, I like to think about the, our RV as your first car. Like, you think about... This isn't the pod decks question of the day, but this will be a pre-pod deck. So my first car, I had a 1980 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. The front windshield leaked. The back windshield leaked. There were plants growing in the floor. Mm-hmm. I was there. I yeah, she it. was there. She helped me clean out. The, I mean, there, at one, at some, if it was raining, there was standing water in this vehicle. The uh, plastic, I guess, around the... Steering wheel had deteriorated, so I just had a metal bar. So, am I hearing that you should, instead of buying new, you should buy a safety hazard? Well, well, what <laughs> I mean, but the thing was, this is what I learned to drive in. I mean, maybe that one was a little severe because, the, at, at the very least, I needed some good tires. I, oh, yes. I, well, no, it broke fine. No, it, was broke. <laughs> it, it broke real well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I think the thing with her first vehicle, it was not a brand new vehicle. It was a few years old, all that kind of stuff. You know, it was it was it was a family kind of hand-me-down type vehicle and that's what you learn on. So yeah, I mean, if someone said, "Hey, Joe back in 1997, have a brand new 1997 Ferrari, I don't know. Can you have this brand new 30-year-old car? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of giving me a brand new car for my 16th, 17th birthday, whatever, they, you know, I got the, I got the little hand-me-down, the death trap, and I learned how to drive that. So and the car that you did get to buy, finally you got to decide for yourself, was a brand new car. Yeah. And then I got myself a nice car, and I knew how to drive it, and all those kind of things. So... I think that learning how, you know, I I call this our training wheel vehicle. It's like riding your bicycle with training wheels and then... And someone knocking off the training wheels and you (laughs) not die going down the hill. And then somehow the rest of the wheels fall off and (laughs) there you go. So we're trying to potentially trade it in before the rest of the wheels fall off. We, We still have the wheels, but we're looking... We know We know what we're doing here with this one. We can set it up really quickly. We know how to do all the the manual labor type things with it. So some of the, some of the other newer ones, um, they have some of the stuff we do manually. You can do automatically with those ones. So we're looking into those kind of things. Yeah. We've, the we've learned one, the kinds yeah. of amenities and extras and, you know, just things about an RV that, that we would like to have things that we don't have now that we'd like to have, or things that we don't need that we do have now, which. Yeah. And, yeah. and if and if you wanna if you wanna know what ours looks like, ours is a 2005 Coachman Leprechaun, and there are a few different ones. Ours does not have a window 
in that little mother about the, the mother-in-law the, what do we call it the <laughs> the mother's attic the mother's attic yeah so the little mother's attic above my mom's the, attic looks nothing the like the thing that. that looks like the van above that there's no window on ours but yeah that's that's what ours looks like it's like 31 feet um if you're wondering and uh, but yeah we're looking into getting a new one i think we're pretty comfortable with this one we've we've done what we need to do we've learned what we need to do and we're ready to move on to our next challenge and if you have any suggestions as to what models to look at please let us know which by the way we do not have a giant truck so anything that requires a truck to pull it that's not going to help us we need one with a the motor home that actually has a motor in it and it can drive itself and we could possibly tow a vehicle behind it so on that note man this this that deck this one. deck is getting flimsy at this point that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> wow I, I set myself up for that yeah, one guys what is something you like that most people don't uh livers and gizzards livers and gizzards fried or human no. Liver and onions. I'll just say liver. Actually, and we don't have gizzards. We're not. We're not foul. I'm not a chicken. I mean, I'm kind of a chicken, but. Not that kind. Um. Yeah, I'll say liver and onions. Liver and onions. There you go. That is something that you know. But we've been married for a long time. We actually both enjoy that. So we are kind of birds of a feather on that particular. One. So do we have gizzards? Do we have gizzards? Oh, because we're birds of a feather. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> womp, womp. Come on, I'm making I, Joe jokes. Here is something that I will say, and actually I think Digna has mentioned liking this as well, because this is a weird one. The smell of gasoline. I was going to say that one, and then I thought we just talked about this a few days ago, and we obviously both like it. Um, not, and yeah. not like, no, not yeah, like enough to be we don't weird. Huff. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm some sort I don't of, go seeking out the smell. But I do have to get gasoline in my car once every couple of weeks, and I yeah. don't hate it. And when I put gasoline in my car, I get like maybe it's some of it's fond memories. Like oh, I remember being in in the car, and we're filling up. I mean, I, my fond memories are the car was off; it was hot as hell. That <laughs> <laughs> was, and I was choking on the smell of gasoline. But in the but middle of something summer. about something about the smell of gasoline to me always was like. Oh, the car is empty on gas. And and also the experience, because then, you know, maybe as a little kid, you got to sit in the front seat because, you know, in the 80s, we didn't care about safety. No, my but, parents cared. Oh, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw, but any, any hue, uh, I would be sitting there with my seatbelt on still. And sometimes my mom would just go grab the uh, the squeegee and clean off the windshield. And to me, it was like a whole experience. So, like, pumping gas. to, like, play with your mom through the window, like, making faces. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you missed a spot and, you know, those kind of things. And so maybe there's just a almost a nostalgia of gasoline. Maybe. Because, yeah, usually the windows are down and you're sort of chit-chatting or kind of playing back and forth. Exactly. Or... So it was kind of like a... And that's when your mom could walk away from the pump without the pump turning off because now there's like regulations and stuff where it won't just keep putting gas in your car you know what i'm talking about where the little thing that holds it well the thing yeah the thing that normally would 
we have now. Well, I don't even know if that was a thing back then. I don't know. That would hold the gas pump open. You know what? Let's start out there. In the 1980s, when you pumped gasoline, was there an automatic shutoff? Like a little... Or could you put your gas cap in it and there was not a sticker on the nozzle telling you not to put your gas cap in it? (laughs) But even nowadays, if you left the gas cap in there, it's like, so what? It's going to shut off regardless. True. So... Oh, you know what I found out recently? I had no idea this was a thing. I've never actually gone into a gas station and prepaid, you know, with cash, like prepaid for gas and said, hey, I'm going to put $10 on pump five or whatever. I didn't realize that if you do that, at least now, I don't know if it was the case back then, but it will shut off at your requested number. Mm -hmm. For some reason, since I've never done that before, I had it in my head that if I walked in and I handed the clerk 10 bucks and I went to 1002 by accident. I was going to have to walk back in and give her two cents. That's that's not how that works. And I just learned that recently. It would just stop working at $10. And I don't have to worry about driving off having owed the clerk more money. I don't think I've ever really... I mean, I guess as a kid, maybe I did that. But but back back when I was just learning to drive, you didn't have to prepay at every place. Like you'd be like, oh, I put in ten ten oh two. Let me grab. You two. mean, and you were trusted to yeah, take exactly. ten oh two yeah. inside. Let me grab two cents out of the uh, out of the cup holder, and then you just bring in those extra. Because you tried to do ten cents, and you're, mm-hmm. you're ten dollars. Like, K-king. oh, I went over, and you just bring in the extra. You know, when gas was ninety cents a gallon. Exactly. Well, I mean, now it's not. I mean, now it's cheaper than, than it's more. been in a very long time. So, yeah, let us know um, what your something that you like that uh, most people don't or and I don't even know if I can't even say most people I haven't polled the entire world maybe a majority of the world enjoys the smell of gasoline I don't necessarily enjoy the smell of diesel if that if that means anything I don't know if I'm sure I know the smell but I can't I mean I only know it like when a truck goes by and it stinks but yeah I don't prefer I don't know what it smells like while being pumped if it's the same or not. Horrible. Here's something I don't like that most people like is mayonnaise on a sandwich. Oh, there you go. There's an inverse. Something that most people like that you don't like. Mayonnaise is one of those things for her. So, and and I uh, personally don't really care about mayonnaise. Like, I enjoy it if it's there, but if it's not there, then I just won't have it. I'm pretty easygoing when it comes to Something that... I don't enjoy, you know what, uh, blue cheese, a lot of people like blue cheese and they like it with their wings and they, I was going to say blue Gatorade, but yeah, you don't like blue ooh, cheese ooh, either. Yeah. Even, yeah. Blue, that the blue flavor. He's a yellow Gatorade person, but yes, the yeah, blue flavor of that, anything. That, so like a, a blue raspberry blow pop, a blue raspberry snow cone. And, like, you know, and, the, the fruit that's not a fruit. Yeah, exactly. Blue raspberry is just not a thing. So, yeah, that's something I do not like that a lot of people enjoy. I do not like fake blue. Well, if it's any consolation, the people that enjoy it are usually five and below. So, look at me. I'm six. All right, guys. (laughs) Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your butts. Bye. This has been a Getting to Know Brews presentation. Music provided by purpleplanet.com. That's purple-planet.com.